Hey everyone, so today I will be reading the first Rings of Fire book, in case you don't have it. Of course, maybe you could use Audible if it's on there, but whatever. I don't have Audible. I think my mom does. Um, so we're going to be reading the Dragnet Prophecy, the first Rings of Fire book. By the way, I'm 10 if I sound like I'm 14. Huh. Well, let's just go on. Okay. Let's go. Blah, blah, blah. We can find Jonah Popsy. For Jonah, my little big wings. This is showing the map. Nightwing Guide to the Dragons of Pyria. And blah, blah, blah. Showing everything of the Wings of Fire tribes. I'll talk about that in the next episode. It'll take a little bit of a while because this book is pretty big. So I'll have to recover. The Dragonette Prophecy. When the war has lasted 20 years, the Dragonettes will come. When the land is soaked in blood and tears, the Dragonettes will come. Oh, also, by the way, um, there's a song of this. It's pretty cool. Find the sea-wing egg of deepest blue. Wings of night shall come to you. The largest egg in mountain high will give you the wings of sky. For wings of earth such through the mud, for an egg the color of dragon blood. And hidden alone from the rival queens, the sandwing egg awaits unseen. Of three queens who blister and blaze and burn, two shall die and one shall learn. If she bows to a fate that is stronger and higher, She'll have the power of wings of fire. Five eggs to hatch on the brightest night. Five dragons born to end the fight. Darkness will rise to bring the light. The dragonettes are coming. Two minutes. Wow. Prologue. A dragon was trying to hide in the storm. Lightning flickered across the dark shadows. Hervidur clutched his fragile cargo closer. If he could make it over the mountains, he'd be safe. He had escaped the sky dragon's palace unseen. And the secret cave was so close. But his theft had not been as stealthy as he thought. And his eyes, who were as black as obsidian, were already tracking him from below. The enormous dragon on the mountain ledge had pale gold scales that radiated heat like the desert horizon. Her black eyes narrowed, watching the gleam of silver wings far up in the clouds. She flicked her tail, and behind her two more dragons rose to the sky and dove into the heart of the storm. A piercing shriek echoed off the mountains as their talons seized the moon-pale ice dragon. Bind his mouth, the waiting dragon ordered as her soldiers dropped his chair on the slick wedge wet sledge wet ledge in front of her. He was already inhaling, ready to attack. Quickly 
One of the soldiers grabbed a chain from the pile of the smoldering coals. He threw it around the ice dragon, snout, clamping his jaws together with the sizzling smell of burning scales. The vajira let out a muffled scream. Too late, the sand, the sand dragon's forked tongue slithered in and out of her mouth. You won't be using your freezing death breath on us, ice dragon. He was carrying this, Queen Baron, said one of the soldiers, heading her a dragon egg. Burn squinted at the egg through the downpour. This is not an ice ring egg, she hissed. You stole this from the Skywing Palace. The ice wing stared back at her. Hissing steam circled his snout where the hot chain smelt met cold silver scales. You thought you got away unnoticed, did you? Byrne said. My Skywing ally is not a fool. Queen Scarlet knows everything that happens in her kingdom. Her lookouts reported an icewing theft sneaking away, and I decided finding you might add some violence to my boring visit. Byrne held the large egg up to the light of the fire and turned it slowly. Red and gold shimmered below the pale, smooth surface. Yes, this is a skywing egg about to hatch, Byrne mused. Why would my sister send you to steal... A skywing dragon at Blaze hates any dragon younger and prettier than she is. She thought for a moment as rain drummed on the ledge around them. Unless the brightest night is tomorrow. Her tail flicked up at like this, uh, like a scorpion's. The poisonous barb inches from Hivachua's eyes. You're not in Blaze's army, are you? You're one of those insipid underground peacemongers. The tones of peace, said one of the soldiers. You mean they're real? Bone snorted, a few worms crying over a little blood. Unwrap his chains. You won't be able to freeze us until his scales cool down. The enormous sand dragon leaned closer as the soldier pulled the chain away. Tell me, Ice Dragon, do you really believe in that pompous old Nightwing prophecy? Haven't enough dragons died for you or war? Snarled Hivachur, wincing at the pain in his jaws. All of Pyria has suffered for the last twelve years. The prophecy says, I don't care. The prophecy did the prophecy doesn't decide what happens to me, Byrne interrupted. I'm not letting a bunch of wards or baby dragons choose when I die or what I vow to. We can have peace when my sisters are dead, and I am the queen of the Sandwings. A venomous tail dipped closer to the silver dragon. Rain pattered on Hivacher's scales. He glared up at her. The dragonettes are coming, if you like it or not. And they'll choose who the next Sandwing Queen should be. Really? Byrne stepped back and turned the egg slowly between her talons. A forked tongue slipped in out of her smile.
So, Icewing, is this egg a part of your pathetic prophecy? Never try one still. Burn tapped lightly on the eggshell with one long talon. Hello, she called. Is there a dragonette of destiny in there, ready to come out and end this big bad war? Leave it alone, Devachari choked out. Tell me, Baron said, what becomes of your precious prophecy if one of the five dragonettes is never hatched at all? You wouldn't, he said. No one would harm a dragon egg. His blue eyes were fixed desperately on her talons. No wings of sky to help save the world, Burn said. What a sad, sad story. She began tossing the egg from one claw to another. I guess that means... I guess that means... You should be very, very careful with this terribly important little... Oops! With an exaggerated lunge, Burn pretended the wet egg was slipping through her talons, and then she let it fall over the side of the cliff into the rocky darkness below. No! Everture shrieked. He threw off the two soldiers and flung himself toward the edge. Burn slammed her messy claws down on his neck. So much for destiny, she smirked. So much for your tragic little movement. You're a monster, the Icewing gasped, writhing under her talons. His voice cracked with despair. We'll never give up. The Dragonettes, the Dragonettes will come and stop this war. Burn laid down to hiss into his ear. Even if they do, it'll be far too late for you. Claws ripped through the silver dragon's wings, shredding them as Hivachir shrieked in agony. With a swift movement, she stabbed her poisonous tail through his skull and flung the long silver body over the edge of the cliff. The ice, ring, the ice dragon's screams cut off long before the echoes of his corpse slamming into the rocks below. Side note, I um, am very sorry about that noise earlier. Um, my siblings uh, came in, and I had to quickly stop it, and then I sort of had a bit of a pause, wondering if I can continue it, but then I was so relieved when I could continue it, or else all of this progress would have been for nothing. Anyway, let's continue. We're almost done with the prologue. The Sandwing turned her black eyes to her shoulders. Perfect, she said. That should be the last we hear about the stupid prophecy. She held out her talons so the rain would wash away the glistening dragon blood. Let's go find something else to kill. The three dragons spread their wings and lifted off into the dark clouds. Sometime later, far below, far below, a dragon the color of rust crawled over the rocks to the broken body of the ice dragon. She nudged his tail aside and lifted 
a shard of eggshell from underneath it and slipped back into the labyrinth of the caves under the cliffs. Stone walls brushed against her wings. She breathed out a plum, plume of flame to light her way along the dark passage deep into the mountain. I stand with the talons of peace, hissed a voice in the shadows. Kestrel, is that you? We await the wings of fire, answered the red dragon. A blue-green sea wing emerged from a side cave, and she tossed the eggshell at his feet. Not that it'll do us much good now, she snarled. If a chair is dead, Seawing glared at the eggshell. But the skywing egg broken, she said. Gone. It's over, Webs. It, it can't be, he said. Tomorrow's the brightest night. The three moons will be full. Will be all full for the first time in a century. The dragoness of the prophecy have to hatch tomorrow. Well, one of them is already dead. Kestrel said. Rage flickered in her eyes. I knew I should have stolen a skywing egg myself. Another sky kingdom. They wouldn't have caught me a second time. Webbs grimaced, scratching and claw over the gills along his neck. Asha is dead too. Asha? A spurt of flame shot from Kestrel's nose. How? Caught in a battle between blazes and blisters forces on the way here. She still made it with the red mudwing egg, but she died with her wounds soon after. So assist you, me, and June to raise the little worms. Kestrel growled. For a prophecy that can never be fulfilled, let's break these cur the cursed eggs now and be done with it. We'll be long gone before the Towns of Peace return for the Dragonettes. No, Webbs hissed. Keeping the Dragonettes alive for the next eight years is important than anything. If you don't want to be part of that... All right, enough. Kestrel snapped. I'm the strongest dragon in the Towns of Peace. You need me. It doesn't matter how I feel about the nasty little dragons. She eyed the eggshell on the floor, rubbing her scared palms together. Although, I thought it was at least one of them would be Skywing. I'll find us a fifth dragonette. Webbs pushed past her, scales scraping against rock. There's no way back into the Sky Kingdom, brainless, she said. We'll be guarding the hatchery closely soon. Then I'll get an egg somewhere else. He said grimly, the rainings don't even count their eggs. I could take one from the rainforest without anyone noticing. Of all the horrible ideas, Kestrel said with a shudder, rainings are wretched creatures. Nothing like sky wings. We have to do something, Rebs said. He hissed as his talon tail sent the eggshell skittering across the floor. In eight years... The Talons of Peace will come looking for five dragonettes. The prophecy says five, and we're going to make it true.
whatever it takes. Alright. Well, I didn't expect it to be 16 minutes for the prologue. I might do some of chapter 1 and maybe chapter 2 in the next episode. Or maybe I'll do something else in the next episode. Thanks for staying in tuned, and I hope to see you next time. Alright, peace. Bye.